Yo, back episode 13. You know how the pagan chit chat goes no more as and bees and oars. Monday, yeah, today's Monday, Bournemouth. And uh, yeah, I, I missed the first 23 minutes, but I watched it back. Uh, and you know, again, I think we did the usual conceding possession. Bournemouth created chances. And you know, once again, now players are just too good technically, you know, creatively. We're just we're superior to most teams in the league. You look at everyone is so good technically. The Marcials, Mata, Pogba, uh, Fred, uh, Lingard. Lingard is very good at linking up play. We have a lot of players who are very good at, you know, linking up play and, and, and keeping the ball. So doesn't make sense for us to always, you know, concede possession and let the weak teams dominate play and control the ball. All the way from the first game with Leicester. Go and check that out. Uh, yeah, so, and especially this season is a season where, you know, if you look, is it Chelsea, Liverpool and City or are still unbeaten? This is the season where you can bulldoze, you can bulldoze teams, I think even with weak defences, because you can still bulldoze them with possession and creative play. I don't know what's up with this season, the other teams just seem to be, you know, allowing themselves to be bulldozed. I know, you know, there's certain quality but all those teams play attacking football and we have a lot of attacking players so this is the season whereby look at arsenal speaking of arsenal i i didn't know they i just i haven't watched them this season but the goals they score are fantastic jesus christ and the way they play football at times you can tell emery has given them you know allowing them to express themselves but there's more uh there's more execution you know, with Venga. Venga, it seemed like, you know, just a dinosaur. Dinosaur like Mourinho, but in the opposite way, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, you know, we let them have possession the first, you know, 25 minutes or so. Smalling looked, Smalling was crazy. Not crazy, but, you know, he was a bit scary. He had that chance. There was that last ditch, you know, swipe to try and block the ball, the one which uh, Ryan Frazier had one-on-one and that's my guy i'm sure i put him in my you know my signings at the beginning of the season no very very fast player great with crossing with both feet seems to be intelligent you know in terms of linking up play and uh, he messed it up so that was really disappointing and i didn't really see much from him the rest of the match but he messed up that one-on-one lindelof looks solid again you know kudos to lindelof uh, yeah, and he seemed to track his men quite well. There was that chance which there was like a loop ball that bounced in the box and Lindelof followed his man, but suddenly someone came from behind him. So I don't know. I don't know if no, that's morning. Maybe Luke Shaw. I've also noticed like in between Luke Shaw and who plays left center back? Is it Lindelof? They're always stray men. If you look at the Chelsea goal, a lot of the chances for Juve. Who did he play last? Before Bournemouth, was it Juve? Yeah, but there's Luke Shaw needs to concentrate on, on those guys who tuck in, you know, who come behind the, the his his centre back. Because they they keep on having runners. Anyway, Lindelof looks good and also he's good at, um, 
He's also he also plays those line breaking. He can play a through pass from his position, or he attempts to. So it's you know it's looking positive from Lindelof. Okay, so ex excuse my grunting and snorting. You know I've had a cold for the past. This is the third day. It's leaving my body, but you know it's not giving up without a fight. My body feels hot. I'm sweating, walking around the house without a shirt. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah. And then Sanchez played the number nine spot and he looked lively, you know. Uh, I don't like his tactical and discipline, but uh, these, these free roles seem to suit him. You know, when he's like a number nine, he's not a lot of defensive responsibility. Uh, if he's uh, playing behind the striker, and again, not a lot of defensive responsibilities are he's allowed to roam. It seems to suit him. I don't like the tactical and discipline, but it suits him, and he seemed more lively. You know, there were, there were a bit of you know some link-up combination plays he was trying to do with Mata, uh, but you know maybe the final ball was bad, or the, just the the timing was bad, but seemed to do a. Seem to do a much better job, but uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see uh, uh, him and Martial playing off each other, playing close together, up front. I think that that could be very beneficial because he seems to be aware and willing to to have uh, a link-up partner. But uh, once again. <laughs> Shows Mourinho's choice of players. We, we now have another aging player on crazy wages. Who's tactic, tactically indisciplined. Is it true Rooney got called up, called, called up to the England squad? Why? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, he's playing well, you know, in the MLS, but still there. Ah, I don't know why. Rooney was horrible for the last four years he was in the Premier League. Horrible. Even though he's playing well in a very inferior league, I don't care. Give time to Barkley or or to Brooks or what is it? what's the guy, the Derby guy. The Derby kid, I think he's alone from Chelsea. Is it Mason something or something Mason? Mason Mound. It's just crazy. I think the previous pod I referenced, you know, Martial not using Luke Shaw enough. Seems to be ignoring him every time Luke Shaw provides, you know, a passing option or a through pass option. And there was one instance, I think it was in the second half, where they, they combined and Luke Shaw was in on goal. And that's what I'm talking about. Those two, they need to combine more. We need to see more from those two. They can do it both fast, both intelligent, you know, both aware of, you know, runners and players around them. And uh, we need to teach Luke Shaw how to shoot. Because, uh, yeah, because he would be a, a huge asset. That guy is good. He's really good. And great to see Marcel getting another goal. You know, Team Marcel, he should be our number nine. You know, bloody, bloody, blah. And, uh, the only thing I'd like to see more from Marcel is a bit more, you know, 
a bit more decisiveness in those physical battles or just more decisiveness when he controls the ball. Sometimes he lets it just slip away from him. But uh, yeah, he ready to see him score again. That was that was brilliant. Uh, Fred looked much better. You know, just looked more solid. Seemed to have some nice um, awareness, putting some through balls. I think that was the good one for Sanchez, which Sanchez was offside, but Fred looked much better. Or Fred. Pogba was great going forward, you know. Uh, oh, that's a nice trickery, you know, slash movement for the goal. That guy, once again, sorry to repeat myself, but he should be our number 10. He's, he's so good. So good at number 10. And a good left-footed cross, you know, really away from the keeper, but still in a dangerous position. And uh, good on the team for actually pushing the pushing the ball of defense that that behind. You know, which leads to Rashford. Jesus Christ, did you? He did more. Did the same things that annoyed me. You know, running into channels, having wide. You know. Turning circles. Dude, you can use your left. You can use you can do a trick. Even when he had I think it was Masira who came and supported him quite early, you know, when he ran into his blind alley. But he still refused to pass it. He still wanted to, to look down and you know continue holding the ball, giving time for Bournemouth to organize defensively. <sighs> Jesus. And then again that miss that miss was so horrible. The one with the open goal, it was just Nathan Ake, and he just hammered it straight into the Nathan Ake's guts. That was, uh, yeah, that was bad. We were... And after that, this, I was like, okay, we need an attacking coach that's going to teach Rashford, you know, to be in the right frame of mind attacking-wise, because it's now getting wasteful. It's now, too much, it's now a problem. Even though that spin goal was, was a actually quite brilliant. I mean, in terms of the finishers go, let's put it away from the keeper. Okay, Rashford part two. Sorry for the, the nasally. The nasally, yo, my right, my right eye is tearing up. It's so tickly. Yo, guys, pray for me. Uh, yeah, Rashford. Which, which, you know, leads to the goal. I have to give, you know, credit where it's due. Because you think about it, after missing an open goal, you know, and then in the final minutes of added time, for him to allow the ball to bounce, then he allowed it to bounce again. To have that, you know, that, that composure. You know, you have a defender on you, you have the keeper on you. But he had that composure. It's like he told himself, okay, you need to calm down. It's like he immediately, immediately, you know, analyzed and learned. That's crazy. The same match and a, and a kid of his age, and you know, and just sticks it in the back of the net. That was great. I, I really respect that. that. That really brought, you know, hope back, you know, in my view of Rashford. That was amazing. I can't lie. Oh done, Marcus. Uh, so I guess I guess that's all. You know. Uh, trying to think. 
My teacher know I still want to mount each other players. Yeah, I think I touched on everything. Lingard looked good. You know, Lingard is always good with his with his link up play. That that move was brilliant. And once again, it started with the Lindelof, you know, uh, actually a really good, you know, high ball to Rashford. I think which Rashford, Rashford, I've forgotten the move. Sorry, Dave. But you know, there was good link. I think Rashford brought it down, gave it to Herrera. Then Herrera, again, he's so good, you know, attacking wise. He likes to make those progressive, you know, those attacking passes. Gives it straight, you know, he had options, I think either side of him, but decided to go with the attacking, attacking option and giving it straight to, to Rashford, who was a lovely flick. In between the two defenders, Lingard with brilliant movement. And you see Lingard also is someone who, who thrives on those free rows because he was at the number 10, I think he started off, yeah, number 10 position waiting for the ball. Then just turned off, lovely layoff from Rashford and, ah, man. If, if Lingard saw that goal, that would have been brilliant. But we all know Lingard is great at linking up with players, combining with players. But that final ball is a beast. I think he hit straight at the keeper. But uh, there's a lot of, you know, good good signs of the players, you know, combining like that. The Martial Shaw, you know, Alexis and Mata bit, that uh, Herrera, Lingard and uh, Rashford. Really, really good. If Emery was our manager, ah, this team would, would be, still would be crazy. Still would be crazy. Uh, so let me just, let me just go ahead to the prediction. And uh, just like it now here, Liverpool are a bit worried. I mean, if I was a Liverpool fan, you know, they just, they just don't look on it, you know what I mean? They're getting the points, which is good for them, but they just don't look. Excuse me, they just don't look there. So Juve were going away. What's the name of the stadium? Is it the J Stadium? It's not where the stadium they're happy, right? They moved. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Juve. They're at home. And Edri has them play much better. I think they won 3-1. I was, I was, I was going to say 3-1, but are we going to score? To be interesting to see what type of reception Pogba gets. I'm sure it will be a bad one. Uh, I think it will be Juventus 3, United 0. <laughs> I don't keep predicting losses. But uh, yeah, it's just the way I see. I don't believe in Borinio. Just we look, we, no, we, we look like anything can set us off mentally, like we can be shaken mentally. And then, you know, at the end of the, end of the match, Mourinho will come and start kicking us on the ground. To, you know, like he's not part of Manchester United. But, uh, anyway, guys, thanks. Uh, MUZO.K on Instagram. I'm actually thinking of changing the title of the podcast. I don't know. But we'll see. Thanks, guys. Come on, you Reds. See you after Juve. Okay, everyone, uh, welcome to the Red From Z podcast, formerly known as the Manchester United From Zambia podcast. Um, I'm trying a new a new name, you know. Let me know if you like it. Uh, Red From Z on Twitter, at Red From Z. 
I'm at work now, so you know, it was been laziness what haven't uploaded, but I'm at work now. It's uh, 18.20, I think it's about, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes before the match for the derby. Just learned that uh, Pogba is injured, Alex is on the bench, so we have Matic, Herrera and Fellaini starting, which seems like well fucked. You know, Lingard and Rashford, I love them, but that's unreliability. Martial also is not, I love him, he should be our number nine, but yeah, scary. Uh, so I'm just going to give my prediction now. Okay, I say 3-0, us losing. Anyway, you know, these are the backs to the wall situations where Mourinho used to thrive on. But the way our city have been playing, you know, the defensive, the lack of technical ability in Matic and Fellaini scares me. Matic, yeah, he can be good, but he's been so negative of late and his tracking back has been shit, so. And then the unreliability of Rashford and Lingard, even though they combine really well. I don't know, maybe the youngsters will do it for us today. But uh, yeah, 3-0. So yeah, um, let me know anything. I mean, anything you want to know, don't say hi, Red from Z on Twitter. Thanks guys, come on here, Red.